Hi, everybody. Welcome to Global Nurse Ed. I'm Jason Michael Kiernan, and today's topic is cancer, but more specifically, how a cancer develops. Since cancer impacts just about everybody on the planet in some way, how a rogue cell turns into something that kills off the rest of the organism is a pretty big deal. I mean, think about it. If you're feeling well right now, all the cells in your body are doing the happy dance with each other. They're in this 1960s era hippie free love festival and the whole system works in a very orderly fashion. That is a key concept. If we're going to figure out how a cell can stop working in a very orderly fashion, the first thing we have to do is figure out what creates this very orderly fashion. Hold your hand out in front of you. The tip of your index finger is made up of millions of cells. Most of those cells have a complete copy of your DNA in them. So if they have all the DNA necessary to make all of you, how come they only make the tip of your index finger? How come out of the DNA they could have used, they just used the DNA that said, be the tip of my finger? The one word answer here is epigenetics. Epigenetics is a cell's way of turning some genes on and turning others off. Think about epigenetics as 20,000 light switches, each one hanging on its exact gene. The cells on the tip of your finger only have their epigenetic light switch turned on for the genes that say, be my finger. All the other switches are turned off. The cells of your ear are only turning on the light switches for the genes that say, be my ear. All the other genes are turned off. So that's the first concept that we need to have in mind when we're trying to wrap our brain around this idea of cancer. Cells grow in a very orderly fashion to form tissues and organs, and the epigenetic light switches keep things orderly. One contributing factor to a normal cell becoming a cancer cell is an alteration in which light switches are on and which are off. So you're totally thinking at this point, okay, uh, so you're going to like tell me which switch it is, right? Of course I am. But first, we also need to know a little bit more about normal cell growth and development or how the very orderly fashion process that I keep saying occurs at a gene level. In every cell's DNA, there are two gene groups that control growth, oncogenes and tumor suppressor genes. Now, your patho textbook probably uses the term proto-oncogene, it saves the term oncogene for naming the same gene once cancer has developed. Personally, I'm not a fan of that idea because I think it can be a bit confusing and make things a little bit harder to understand. Look, the Greek word onkos means growth. So if we just keep true to our love of Grecian terms within healthcare, oncogene to describe a gene that promotes cell growth and division makes perfect sense. Now, if oncogenes are the growth promoters, what's on the other side of the seesaw to balance things out? What genes keep cells from growing too much? Enter the tumor suppressor genes. Don't you just love it when something's name basically tells you exactly what it does? I love no-brainers. <laughs> Isn't that weird? 
No-brainer is Mrs. Kiernan's favorite nickname for me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Anyways, are you envisioning the growth balancing act between oncogenes and tumor suppressor genes yet? Maybe in your mind there's a seesaw perfectly balanced with the word oncogenes on one side and the term tumor suppressor genes on the other side. Maybe you're envisioning those classic-looking scales, but hopefully, whatever you're envisioning, you're solidly getting the picture that the balancing act has to stay balanced for cells to grow and divide in a very orderly fashion. So let's bring this all back to cancer, a situation where cells don't grow and divide in a very orderly fashion. To change a normal cell into a cancer cell, some changes to oncogenes, tumor suppressor genes, or both have to happen for a cancer to occur. Maybe the changes came from mutations to oncogene DNA caused by cigarette smoke, red and processed meat, or tanning bed gamma radiation. Maybe the changes involved the epigenetic light switches, turning off important tumor suppressor genes that the cell needed to stay balanced. Even though there's got to be one starter DNA-altering event, by the time a single cancer cell has become a diagnosable mass years later, the mass will have many DNA alterations in the form of mutations and epigenetic changes. So, let's simplify and review. Normal cell growth is controlled by a balance of oncogenes and tumor suppressor genes. And the specific genes that are on in any given cell is controlled by epigenetic light switches. Cancer's uncontrolled growth is the result of changes to oncogenes, tumor suppressor genes, and the epigenetic switchboard. It doesn't matter where in the body the cancer is, the same principle applies. Please take some time out today to remember what an amazing, compassionate, and extraordinary gift you are to the world. My name is Jason Michael Kiernan, and I am not a nursing instructor. I'm your nursing instructor. <laughs>